Hey everyone, welcome back to the Long Lost Heroes podcast. We are lost, <laughs> it's been a long time, <laughs> but we are still yep. heroes. Uh, I'm Frank, here with AJ. I'm How are AJ. You? <laughs> I'm doing well, man. Hello, friendies and friendos. How are you guys doing this evening? This afternoon, this morning, whatever time you're listening to the podcast, that's what's crazy. I never think about when people listen, you know? Yeah, we're always like, it's it's dark. <laughs> and they're like, it's beautiful <laughs> and bright and sunny. <laughs> um, yeah, you're in Rochester in another world on another planet. I am. <laughs> Definitely. Uh, but we we decided we need to we need to talk about things. We we finally have caught up on various uh, properties of of superhero and other fandoms that uh, we've been tracking for a long time, uh, and we got to talk about them. So this episode, we'll, we'll put the timestamps in it. We're finally going to discuss uh, the first season of What If, um, and we were. We're also going to discuss uh, Venom, Let There Be Carnage. Uh, sorry we're not splitting it up, but there's just too many other things going on. Yep. Still, <laughs> this is the craziest October. was the craziest October for nerd shit ever. Yeah. Uh, it was quite awesome for that, but also, you know, it was a lot of stuff, guys. <laughs> you know, and there's other stuff we're not going to talk about that also came out, too. You know, like, I don't think we'll talk about Squid Game, but that was cool as hell. Did not watch um, the Squid's y- games. I think you would like the Squids games. Uh, they're they're quite the sport. Um, you know, the guy t- it took the guy eleven years to make that piece of art, um, which is nuts. That's uh, crazy. It's the most popular show in the world. Uh, but yeah. Anyway, uh, I also watched. I watched tons of shit. I've watched a. Lo- you've watched. What did you watch? What did I watch? Um, I've been well. Most recently, o- over the weekend, we watched. Re- uh, Rewatch the first season of Stranger Things. Um, oh shit! We were like, we st- we dove into that around Halloween, and we're like, we're just gonna keep going. Uh, it's fucking yeah, that's fantastic. Great. Um, I've also been, I've already seen the Expanse, but I've been watching it with my wife, um, because she's been reading the books, so we've been watching that. And what else have I been watching? I don't know. I can't keep my my, my brain doesn't keep track of things anymore. I watched Midnight Mass. Mm. That was stupid. It was stupid. Um, it was r- the other shows are really great, and this was the first show not based off of a book directly. Mm. And he just wrote in these just monologues that just don't fit in real life that just went on for way too long and were way too sad, and, and it just it was off putting. <laughs> um, I feel yeah. Okay. Um, but ultimately, you know, that was okay, and then. Among the Stars on Disney Plus is phenomenal. It's a show about the real astronauts going Ooh. up to the ISS to uh, fix a major component uh, experiment that they've been doing, uh, the AMS, the uh, microwave spectrometer or whatever it is. And it's just a really inc- – it's shot in 4K. Uh, the stuff in space is beautiful. It's really an exquisite show. Highly recommend that. Um, but, you know, we're here to talk about another show today and kind of start off the episode with what if, um, you know, this is a, this is a big Marvel show that came out. You know, there was a lot of talk, I think during the, each episode, it was early on, Frank and I were looking at the slate and we kind of decided, um, we didn't want to jump from Loki directly into this and wanted a little bit of a break. And I think watching it in total was 
an experience. Um, Frank, do you remember kind of your feelings before the show came out? What you were thinking? Uh, so, I mean, I think at first I was excited about it. Um, just like as a general premise. And then once we watched Loki and we realized, Oh shit, this actually matters. Like this is, you know, multiverse light. It's connected. Um, it's not just like a thought experiment. Like I'm like, okay, that's, that's pretty cool. Um, and then like week to week, I kind of had like differing opinions on how successful it was. Um, sure. And like, Obviously, at this point, everyone, I think the last episode ended up airing in what month? Uh, September? Yeah. <laughs> no, it was October, to be fair. Um, but it's been about a month. So if you haven't seen it yet, spoilers on What If? Um, and I guess pretty much all of the MCU. <laughs> uh, yeah, the entire thing. The entire thing. So if you miss one movie, we're probably going to spoil it. Uh, but that's that's what they did. Um I think then in in general, like as 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 they fed us specific premises, so like we have Captain Carter, we have uh, T'Challa's Star Lord, um, the Doctor Strange Supreme zombies. Like that was like all in the marketing. Like we knew certain things were coming, um, and so every episode we were going to get a little bit uh, something different. Uh, but it always just felt like you wanted more. Did did you kind of feel that way? Mm. Or or were you like that's enough? <laughs> I've seen it. I was definitely more like I was definitely more like I've, that's enough. I feel like you know some episodes. I think that they really thought out much more than others. I think that was really plain to see mm. in the marketing that they were like, I think Captain Carter is going to be a big hit. We have Ailey Atwell coming back. Mm. All of the T'Challa stuff. This was the last performance of uh, Chadwick Boseman as T'Challa. Period. Yeah. Um, and he recorded four different episodes in this uh, little series. So I think that was very, you know, very emotional for that. But then you got to the third episode, the No Avengers episode, um, which I always thought that the show was going to get increasingly creepier. We had seen images for the zombie element. Uh, but I didn't really know where this that episode was going. Huh. that episode really kind of made me feel like some of these were more developed than others. <laughs> so that's so interesting that you say that because I kind of felt the opposite. I was really invested in the No Avengers episode. I thought that one was actually, like, as we were going through, it was, like, one of my favorites. Um, okay. And I just felt like maybe because it was, like, so... I think the others were so specific. It was like, well, what if, like, you have, like you swap this character for that character. And I felt like the no Avengers one was like, okay, there's this like thing that's happening and it's kind of hard to explain. And it was, you know, I think I caught on after a little while. Uh, well, but yeah, yeah. it it just felt like there was like something that was happening that it wasn't as obvious as like the other episodes up to that point. It seemed to me like this was like pitched in a boardroom and like somebody had, you know, a picture of Captain Carter, a picture of T'Challa Star Wars, a picture of uh, Doctor Strange Supreme and uh, the zombies. And like they pitched based on that. And then they were like, all right, we need to make more episodes. And like no Avengers and the zombies one and like the Thor one are ones they like came up with kind of on the fly. <laughs> you know, yeah, they were like, yeah, Thor just parties too hard, you know, or like what if, you know, Hank Pym was evil? You know, I, I, I don't know. I'm. 
I'm curious to see the assembled about this one because I think they made one, right? They made a documentary about this yeah, one. Yeah, I, I think it's coming out pretty soon. I would like, I'd like to watch that, and I would be interested to be wrong. Um, but yeah, yeah I agree. I, the I Thor one was kind of weak too. Um, I, I think the thing that to me that was hard was that some of the episodes they they felt really complete, and others they they felt like they were teasing something else right and that was when it was getting frustrating but sure. ultimately I, th I think what they didn't tell us was that hey this is all going to be connected <laughs> and that by the end of the season it will all make sense like to me I was like oh shit we're not going to get an answer to this like ever or there's going to maybe be a sequel like in a future season of what happens next um, right so like I think while like and maybe that is like a disservice to them doing it weekly like I wonder, uh, I wonder how much it really needed to be this eventized every week, twenty minute, thirty minute episode um, of something that's disconnected. Um, it just felt like a long stretch to go from to go nine weeks for for like resolution to some of the things that happened in the first episode. You know? No, I I hundred percent feel you, dude. And you know, I think it was also, I mean, I, not to nitpick but let's pick nits um the idea that you're gonna get some of your like og real cast back and then some of them you're not yeah and i think this show was really pitched on as getting as many of the real actors that they possibly could to come back uh you know <sighs> yeah i don't know i don't know man like i think that uh that part was off-putting and you know it all it also shows you know they weren't really working too well with Scarlet towards the end of this thing, you know, like they didn't really have a great relationship, you know, and I know that she's been taken care of now and we can say that, you know, they've they've settled a deal with her. The going rate, they believe, is around 50 million. Uh, but, you know, I, I think that it's weird that she's not in it. I think it's weird that, um, you know, Tony's not in it. And, you know, I don't know. I know. It's very clear. That, well, it's not really clear. At first, I was gonna say it's clear, like all the people that they're they're no longer have contracts with are are out. But like then you've got right. people like, uh, uh, wait, is Brie Larson in this? Oh yeah, she's in this. Okay. Um, but then you don't have like your Chris Pratt's, right? Like, yeah. <laughs> so it's like really hard to kind of. I don't know. I agree. They should have made it work. Either you go all in or you don't. All your, or you and, don't. Yeah. Uh, you know, I think the zombies episode was pretty cool. Yeah. Um, but I don't want to see a movie of that. No. Like we saw this. Yeah, like leave that. It. Like that's enough. That's enough. You know, I think it's the, also like the logic. I mean, obviously, always in zombies, the logic is really hard to follow. But you're telling me that these zombies <laughs> that are mm -hmm. superheroes can use their abilities and know how to use their weapons and their armor and stuff like that. You got a lot more zombie lore knowledge than I do. Yeah, but still it's just like, and, and <laughs> yeah, you've got different ver universes of you like your walking dead. I am legend or uh, like world war Z. They all behave differently, but yeah, zombies are brainless, like creatures that want eat brain. Like yeah, exactly. <laughs> they have, they, they have some general salient facts. So you're um, telling me that Captain America zombie can throw his shield? Like they they can't do that. 
I don't yeah, know. Whatever. I guess that's just the way that the comics were, so they're going to do it. But Yeah, but that as a comic is really... It, the, the same premise that worked in the comic of that works in the show, because I'm curious to see how it ended, but I also think like it, it's not it's not a, a it's not a full fleshed idea. The Killmonger episode I thought was very interesting. Yeah. Um, you know they always give him cool stuff to do, but again, not something. You know I, I went in thinking that was so incredible. The Thor episode I think was really. That was bottom of the barrel. Yeah, that was really rough. Okay, uh, so the the crazy thing is we've talked about all this for I don't know how long, but we haven't even mentioned one Jeffrey Wright. I mean, well, that yes, yes, and and you know in the in the beginning he's kind of just there and he's just the voice and you kind of like you're warm and fuzzy and you like him a lot, and then it becomes increasingly more obvious that he it's not just he's watching. Uatu, he he's kind of like this is this is his life, you know, like yeah, learning and his purpose, his purpose, and um, these stories are 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 important to him. Um, so much so that he eventually becomes involved. <laughs> yeah, you know, um, hmm. so um, I think first of all, Jeffrey Wright does a lot of really cool shit. And, like, good on Jeffrey Wright from being able to be, like, I'm going to be Commissioner Gordon in Batman, and I'm about to be Owatu in Marvel, as well as the other... He's played some amazing... I mean, he's fucking Felix. I mean, he's played some really great yeah. characters uh, in his career. Um, it must be fun for him to do these. I think it was cool to see that he got more involved each episode. He's probably my favorite part of it. Yeah, you it's, know? it's a great and, and through I, line, yeah. And he's, you know, he's funny, but he's also not righteous. So you're like, you're trying to figure out, you know, at what point he was going to break, like when he was talking to Strange in, in that episode. Oh, yeah. I uh, mean, that, and that was kind of crazy, right? Like all, all up until that point, he's just omnipresent or he, yeah. whatever. Well, oh, Strange always can do those kind of cool things where he can, you know, go beyond. Man, you know, that, that sure episode was sad. <laughs> I was like, this is fucking depressing. <laughs> yeah, they haven't really done a tragedy like that yeah. in any of their content yet. So that kind of worked, I think. Mm -hmm. um, and then for him to like address Owatu at the end there was, was pretty yeah, cool. That's that that was up there with my favorite episodes. Yeah. Um but yeah, obviously like he had to he had to come in because of the universe in which Ultron won. Um, I mean, I, I think this is a great premise and I've kind of like wish they didn't bury the lead all along. <laughs> they got there to wait so late into the game, um, because absolutely a like vibranium robot that can get the infinity stones is like an infinite threat. And like. I don't know. I once we saw that, I was very excited. I think um, it's a great idea, great concept, and then you have to like assemble the Avengers across the universe. Like I kind of wish they did. Um, there's a really some cool comic runs like Avengers Forever, where they like actually pick up Avengers out of different time periods. So this is That's sort cool. of felt like that, where you like, um, uh, but we ultimately got to see the backstories of all the people that he selected, which was kind of, you know, it makes sense in the end, but I, I kind of wish we knew that what was happening in advance. Like we're going to 
team up with all these crazy multiverse people. And uh, I don't know. What did you think about, uh, what do they call them? Yeah, Infinity, those two. Infinity, Infinity Ultron or something? You know, I liked both of those episodes. You know, I think it was, you know, those two and, and Evil Doctor Strange um, for me, for my top three. But, you know, I liked that they both worked together. Um, I thought the multiversal team-up was pretty cool. I was definitely, you know, excited to see the ending of it. But, you know, I, I'm curious to see the the implications of... Sounds like fucking Always Sunny. I'm curious to see the implications <laughs> of uh, what's coming out of the multiversal movies we're about to be getting. Yeah. And I think that they've just... They've done such a good job of... Um, stoking everyone's curiosity, whether it be through the far from home freak out to, uh, or, you know, a fake out to Loki this past summer to this. Like, I think that they're just really uh, doing great work to kind of keep us guessing what really is going on here. Uh, and yeah, I, I don't know. I, I, we were supposed to see another couple of episodes that didn't get made i don't think or didn't get finished in time or were pushed to the second season yeah i think i think it was in either the finale or the last episode basically wherever uh gamora gets picked up and she's with like tony stark basically the way it picks up it's like we knew them (laughs) so whatever episode that that was was supposed to happen in this season but got pushed which (sighs) It's curious to I'm curious to know why. Yeah. Uh you know, I think you know, it it proves that they can do animation kind of well. I th- wish that they had taken the approach of more like an animatrix or what they're doing on that Star Wars show that they just put out uh, where it's different kinds of animation and different styles and right. kind of mixed together. I thought that that may have been more artistically interesting to watch whereas I think this animation it got a little bit um yeah it got in the way a little bit I, I think I agree it, with it, you I, I think like why why couldn't they like if, if we're saying that this um is the multiverse connected to all the like live action things we've seen why did it have to be all one animation style right like couldn't they have done other things like couldn't the like maybe yeah you know and and i know that this costs money and that you know they're trying to have the same look and then you have to all have all the characters team up, show at up the and end, be together yeah. um but you know it i think that the 3d aspects of the animation you know where it's trying to be so photo real the whole time i think that they could have gone in more artistic and made it more creative and subject to the artists that are making it like so rarely do we get to see that's what everyone's freaking out about eternals about is like a director come in and and leave their stamp on marvel rather than marvel leaving a stamp on them yeah yeah uh so point um yeah so i mean it it's uh, it's ultimately pretty much resolved by the end of the season like even i think they're they teased some other episodes uh, for season two. Um, I think you, you bring up a great point, though, about the multiverse. And we're going to see a whole lot of things before uh, season two of What If. Um, I also don't think that, well, it could go either way. Well, all right. <laughs> Money on it. 
<laughs> Will we see yeah. any of these characters pop up in the multiverse in live action? I th- yeah, I think so. I think, I think it think could be possible to see like a Captain Carter. Um, well, you know, I think that Captain Carter is coming, um, and that they they that's that's definitely coming. I think, but I don't want to see again like. I don't want to see zombie Avengers. No. I, I think it would be very cool to see, you know, Strange Supreme and in, in Multiverse of Madness if if we that get would there. Be cool. I would be down if, you know, they you know, when they bring Awatu back, which technically I think he's already been in the MCU, mm. that if they do bring him back, I think it would be very cool to have Jeffrey Wright voice him or to change his look up. I don't think that they have to be married to what Guardians Two had. Um, and yeah, right. I don't know. I, I think, you know, uh, sure. I, you know, I'm curious to see what else they do with this. It, this to me doesn't, it, it just feels like I'm glad that they are a half hour and not, and usually, you know, not longer than an hour yeah. because I think that would be way too much. That would be too much. Yeah. I, I guess like what I was saying at the top where I was like, I, it, I wanted more. It's not that I wanted more. It's like, I just felt like it was not thought through some of the episodes weren't thought through enough and like if they could have had a a more concise reason why this was an important idea you know i think some of them worked really well um and i think maybe to their maybe they would have been benefited by going all in on these are not connected um because i i think at a certain point you kind of felt like dot 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 this is leading somewhere um and it just felt un incomplete um so yeah, I, I if I were to score what if overall, I mean somewhere in like the six and a half, seven range, like feels right to me. I it was it was fun to, to, to bridge us over the summer, but I I found myself more disappointed than I was like, this was the best thing ever, you know? This is a hard C for me. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> this is a hard try again. <laughs> Which like, is it's just maybe sad. reread the chapter before you go on to the <laughs> <laughs> part of the class, yeah. uh, you know, and you, you know, we'll see. I, I'm listen, there's a lot more, there's so much Marvel content coming, um, you know, in your way, not only on Disney Plus, but uh, into theaters again and right now. So, you know, even Shang-Chi, like, it, you know, there's just a lot of stuff, yeah. so keep your eyes out and this is something that we also i think it's still technically in theaters and when i went even last week there was a the theater was packed full of kids with what packed full of kids oh for venom for venom that was your transition okay i was like wait that was my transition (laughs) i was like wait these are theaters (laughs) listen man my my segues are not my strong suit okay no worries. Um, I, I just wanted to address one thing you had mentioned before. Oh, yeah. What other thing I watched? You're probably referring to Star Wars Visions. I did finish those. Yes, Star Wars Visions. Did, yes. Did you watch those? I have not committed to finishing them. I've started a couple, and yeah. like and like been like, oh okay, and then been like, I'll come back to this, it, and then I do it, other stuff. It it's kind of also feels like a Star Wars what if, but not quite. Um, yeah, because they're separate from the main saga, so it's it's different, right? Yeah, and they're they're all different styles, and they're not connected, and it's just like, I think if I, to me, if you are an anime fan, 
and you like Star yeah. Wars, you're going to love these. If you're a Star Wars fan and you like anime, you might be like, eh. And if you hate anime, don't even bother. Um, sure. So, yeah, it's it's interesting. I maybe would rate them as a whole a little higher than What If. Uh, just, B? That maybe a B, just because, like, they this was more in the hands of, like, no-name curators. Like, it was, like, all different studios got to do this thing, which is kind of cool. Um, See, that's that's why like the Animatrix was cool. Yeah. It had it was looked all different. It was different ideas. You know, it, it had it had flavor to it, and that's what animation should bring to the table. Yeah, do something that you can't do on screen. Exactly. Show us something different. They, you know, like what if was really like we want to do all these things, but everybody costs so much money. Let's just do it animated. Right. And like even Spider Verse, like that has such an amazing look and oh, feel. Oh yeah, like that's that's so cool. Man. It's just like it's so original, and even like you know the balloon, the balloons are super funny, and the look of all the different characters. I don't know. I'm uh, very, I'm very, very pleased with that movie. Also from Sp- Sony, yep, getting back into it. Really <laughs> down this time. Now Venom we got too. it. <laughs> Venom 2, Let There Be Carnage. Okay. So, I saw this with your brother. <laughs> yeah, what the fuck? <laughs> that's Rudely. That's... <laughs> Rude. Rude. I mean, you live in another it's... state. No, I, it's totally fine. You can go. I'm not even a little He's bit He's my jealous. friend, too. <laughs> It's fine. You can be fr- you can be friends with them. They're they're great. They're great boys. I'm very proud of them. Uh, did you have fun? Was it fun to go with him? It was fun. I mean, yeah. we didn't we didn't like do a lot. We just like we went. We got a beer in the theater. We went to the Huntington yep. one. Yeah, which I had never been there before. Um, and so you can bring beers into the theater, which was fun. Yeah. And then we like watched the movie and we left. <laughs> if we if we had that theater when I was in high school, I like it just it's, that's that would have been obscene. It's really crazy. It's a little too fancy for me, but I don't know. Oh, it's, really? I mean, it's cool. It's not quite like Alamo Draft House where they like come to your seat and serve you like, would you like a burger, yes. please? Uh, but yes. I like I like that they that you can drink your beers. Like that's it's twenty twenty one. Do you get the reclining seats in that one? Yeah. Yeah. The dine-in AMC by my house has dine-in, but doesn't have recliners. The so fuck I may is be that dropping, about? Uh, the old AMC. Oh, yeah, I know. I'm pissed. Yeah. Um, um, so yeah, I, w- I I don't know when I went. It was a few weeks ago at this point. Um, hey, the AMC fucking trailers now, man. Can we talk about this for a second? Thirty full minutes and Nicole Kidman. Yeah, and Nicole Kidman. They and they advertise themselves twice. That's a listen. They need to be reined in and stopped. I know they're having a runaway year with this fucking NFT crypto stupid bullshit, but you know what? This that's the thirty minutes of commercials before a movie is obscene. It makes the experience of watching trailers less fun, and I think that it's no longer. I remember walking into a movie, you see two or three trailers, and then the animation, and then you watch the movie. Right. You, yeah. you you have a buffer. You know the time of the movie. You've got a couple minute buffer where it looks like, okay, I can get to my seat. It won't be dark yet. But now, I mean, if a movie's at 730, show up at 815. You're not going to yeah, miss anything. There's, you, there's no reason to go early with reserve seats. There's literally, 
it's just it's obscene, and I think that they need to be reined in and, and dealt with. And the Nicole Kidman shit has to stop. Enough. You don't it's need wrong. to advertise the theater that you're sitting. We're in. already there. We're there we pay guys. you. We pay you twenty two dollars a month. They, Come on, ugh. like we we literally we pay the fucking money. Is that I, what they, it is? I'm it's there. advertising stubs versus just like going to the theater. It's it's it, I, that, I don't that, have that, so I guess they're trying to get me in, but. No, I, I'm. It's it's wrong, and they need to be dealt with accordingly. Uh, okay, <laughs> Down so with the man. Uh, yeah, fuck this. I would. I would. There is. A, there are actually a couple independent theaters near my house that I could totally go to. Um, so maybe I'll maybe I'll bring my business there. You know, maybe I'll find a new. I'll find a new platform. Yeah, maybe they have subscription I, services. I they will don't know. say, it's not much better on the other side. <laughs> like. I would uh, even Regal's doing this. Like I, th- I've. Uh, really? Yeah. I mean, I, in terms of trailers, like that's where I've seen most of the movies lately uh, at Deer Park, and that's Regal. I, I don't know if they have the same like advertise Regal cinemas, blah blah blah. But there's definitely like a solid twenty minutes of trailers. Solid. It, well, we knew it was. It was always twenty minutes. It used to be twenty minutes when before COVID, because uh-huh. that was how we would time. That's how I would time smoking <laughs> before <laughs> going to the theater. I know I have. If we're going to the movie at four o'clock, I know I could smoke right up until four seventeen, and I'll be perfectly fine. Wait, you gotta smoke at four twenty though. Well, no, but then you're missing the movie. <laughs> uh, I know. Don't. Hey, man. Uh, but yeah, this movie. So okay. we liked Venom One. We both liked it. We. We watched that movie and we did a podcast on that. You know, that's a long time ago. 2016, right? 2018. 2018. Okay. So even still, it's a long time ago. How and 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 in between that Spider-Verse came out. And we learned more about the connection between what Marvel and Sony are going to be doing with the characters that it doesn't seem that Sony is going to let the the characters revert back to Marvel, nor does it look like Disney is willing to buy the entire Sony Pictures just to get the Spider-Man rights back. It seems like they've both arrived at this agreement of kind of sharing the IP mm-hmm. um, I, in different worlds. Right. And, and I think what happened was post uh, Far From Home, uh, whenever that deal expired and that whole thing happened, and there's been more news on this recently, uh, Tom Holland went and hung out with Amy Pascal and was like, you done fucked up. <laughs> yeah. I want to play this character. I will do this for a long time, but we have to play. We have to play with them. You got to play nice. Um, and so oh, you think that's actually a good point. And so like, I, I think mm. they're going to keep doing this, uh, but I, I don't know. It's really still unclear. I mean, you got um, Morbius coming out. There's other things in the pipeline. Uh, but this movie, like this movie was, was greenlit and I think was going to happen long before that deal shook out. Right. Like we knew like that move, the first one came out and they're like, we're going to do another one because everyone seemed to like it. Um, I just don't know what went wrong. Why? I mean, I know we complain a lot. Like I don't, but people complain a lot when movies are too long. And they're like, yeah. oh, there's so much movie. And it's like, yeah, blah, blah. This movie was 
brisk. 97 minutes. Like, you know, I'm a fan of the tight 90. That's like, that's my whole bit, man. Yeah, like, but like for a comedy flick, maybe, but for a superhero film. No, this movie feels like there's at least 45 minutes cut out of it. Like that they were trying to shoot for two hours and they had extra stuff, <laughs> but they couldn't connect everything. Yeah. Um. You know, it's it's interesting. Uh, I I want to say a couple of things before we before we get into deep deep spoilers, and that is that on if you were to sell this movie to somebody without showing them, even with showing them the images, I think they would be pretty fucking pumped to hear that Andy Serkis is directing this the Venom sequel with Woody Harrelson, Tom Hardy, and, you know, returning characters that you know, and it's going to be, and it's going to be a superhero sequel in the same world that you just saw Venom. I think everybody buys that stock. They say, you know what, this sounds like a great movie I'm in. And you see a couple of the images and you're like, oh shit, I love Venom. I like, I like Carnage. I like seeing them together. I think they could really make something cool happen here. Um, well, and you know, and it also did okay box office and review wise. It did it really? I th- I thought so. Hmm. Um, hold, please. I I I'm pretty sure that I would have remembered. Like, I don't know about box office. Man, my internet's slow. Um, I want to. I just want to know the Rotten Tomatoes. Fifty nine. Okay, that's not that good. But <laughs> box office four hundred and twenty four million on a budget of what? On a budget oh. of one hundred and ten. You know what? Not bad. Yeah. They're like, <laughs> hey. I mean, I guess they wanted to go for a double, right? They just they got to. You're them. right. You're right, Frank. This is a this is a double. This is small ball of a superhero movie. It doesn't take a lot of chances. It has a lot of tropes of most superhero sequels, and it's got, you know, what could be some really interesting characters. It avoids having really compelling characters f- for trying to have. Um. I think I think it's going for like visuals and like and and like fun, but I I also don't know like what's the message of this movie? I don't know. I don't know what the message of this movie is. I mm, I don't know. I mean, <sighs> serial killers are bad. <laughs> is that, did did we need to know that? I mean, duh. Yeah, um, I guess so. I, okay. I don't know. I, I wonder, and like, I don't remember if we talked about this the first time around. Is the is the problem that, like, Venom clearly works on his own. Like, the, the character. Yeah. It works. But, like, the greater universe, I think, needs the Spider-Man connection. Right? Like, the carnage of it all? I don't know. No, you're right. Um, you know, there's a lot. He's much more connected with Spider-Man, you know, and it's weird to see him be, you know, in- incepted into this universe without Spider-Man. Um, I don't know. I, it, to me, I was excited to see how they were going to, you know, 
get to where we are now. But I think that's also why this movie got such great word of mouth is it really depends on you waiting for that scene and you walk out on such a, you know, what the fuck kind of feeling that, you know, you're kind of waiting a whole movie for a scene. And this is kind of the conversation I've had with everybody before I saw it, which is just, you just, you don't need to see anything. You could even just watch the scene online. You'll ever know everything you need to know going forward. I know. And, uh, and that's kind of a, a shame <laughs> to be it, like, it is just like go. And maybe that's why they made it so short. <laughs> like p- people's patience, like they won't wait for two hours and 45 minutes. 97, no. maybe they will wait just to see the post-credit scene. <laughs> no, you're so right. And and they they calculated that down. But, okay, so let's take a look at That's the about the time of- people are about to get up and pee. And so they're like, <laughs> okay, I'm done. <laughs> Go ahead. The plot. No, no, no. The, the plot of this movie, um, you know, uh, <sighs> um. Shit. Um, The plot of this movie is that um, uh, Eddie Brock loses his girl. He loses Venom. uh, While at the same time, he really was about to change his career uh, working on the serial killer case um, and revealing some very interesting information by the use of Venom, who ultimately, because he doesn't feel properly um, appreciated, leaves. Uh, the serial killer um, bites Eddie Brock and gets some of his blood inside of him, um, which then, you know, causes him to become carnage, and he tries to kill Eddie Brock because he wronged him, and Eddie Brock is trying to save himself and his friends. What do you think? Yeah, that's that's it. Um... Does any of that make any sense? <laughs> it's so weird, man. You know, and it goes with a lot of the same superhero sequel tropes. They lose their powers or they get rid of their powers or they wish away their powers for a brief while only to appreciate why they need their powers or, or think that their powers are more the more important and the sacrifice is more important than them being able to live a normal life. And they have to, you know make the choice and, and kind of save the day. You're absolutely right. And and I think, honestly, the Tom Hardy Venom stuff, Eddie Brock Venom stuff, works very well, uh, continues to work very well, like from the first film, uh, yeah. how, how this man can act with himself uh, hours upon end. I don't know. It's very impressive. I think it's a, it's very, he's very talented. Um, it could easily be so cheesy. I think the way that he acts it, where it looks like he's like in physical agony during the parts where Venom is in control or Venom is taking over, that like it kind of sells like this guy is not just this guy doesn't have superpowers. This guy has like a fucking disease. Yeah, and he's got this parasite that lives inside of him that's feeding off of him at all times. Yeah, and and I like that. There's you know when they break up, it's it's a little bit different than your typical like. Uh, I don't want my powers anymore. Kind yes. of thing. It's like, it's a relationship. They, you know, that, that there's a, a, a breakup and, and you kind of like, Oh man, that sucks. Like, um, but, and like, I understand the Cletus Cassidy plot. I just don't understand the 
how carnage is created. And and He's maybe not. maybe I don't know the the actual creation from the comic books as well as I thought, but this just seems weird to me. Yeah, this seems like they, you know, where they had to go other where they had to make other, you know, specific changes to make Venom 2018 work. You know, they have to alter it so that this can work too and one of the more interesting things I will say about this though is that his lover, his love interest, uh, has also has superpowers, and they were all at a home for kids that had bad superpowers. And, you know, when this girl goes on to, you know, it's reported that she's dead, but then she's actually not. Um, she's referred to as a mutant. Did you catch this? Huh. Like, yeah. t- like yeah. capital M mutant? Like a capital M mutant. Can she they has do power. that? They can now. They can now. So I'm. So I think, hmm. you know, that kind of stuff is always fun. You know, that's always going to bring the intrigue. You know, I think where this movie panders a little bit is with the Venom stuff at the rave. Um, it just seems a little too forced which isn't to say it isn't funny or that it looking forced isn't also contributing to the joke, but it's, to me, like, Venom is just so not that character. And, like, that got kind of far from what I would have been maybe excited to see. It got a little too funny for me. Yeah. I think I think Venom is supposed to be a little bit more dark, a little bit more yucky. And I don't know if that's the, you know, if, I, I don't know. I maybe would have made a little bit of a different choice. Or maybe I would have said, you know what, you don't need to see. <laughs> you know, uh, what, I don't know. Well, I'm trying I to remember, was, was the original rated R? Mm, no, I don't think so. No. No. It was just... Uh, it's just Deadpool and Logan, and I guess so. Um, I don't know. Argument could be made. These probably should have been rated R, and they could have taken them darker. And, you know, I, I know all the people want, like, oh, this, this needs to be dark. It needs to be darker and scary. Like, I get that's, like, such a trope. But, like, this character probably needs that. Um I think the humor is is good, but I don't know. I just think the it's just like I was like, wait, that's it? That's the movie? It's done? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it, it listen, it's it, for Andy Circus, I was really hoping for more out of Andy Circus. Um I love Andy Circus. I think he's one of the most talented people in filmmaking today. I mean, if you don't know that he's Gollum and he was Caesar in Planet of the Apes and He's the, you know, he did the body of King Kong in the Peter Jackson film. He's also, he's Snoke. He, you know, he's really, he's really awesome. And, uh, you know, he doesn't always do everything. I don't know <laughs> who got him to do this. Um, uh, you know, I was, I was, I think there are some cool shots in it, but I don't think that there's anything salient out of this where it's like, oh, I want to see another Andy Circus movie. Uh, all the cool shots were in the trailers, too. 
Yeah, well, that's another part that's of the Sony, Sony marketing bullshit. Um, but yeah, bum that this wasn't. I think a little bit, you know, more interesting. Um, I think again, you're hit right. Uh, you're hitting the nail right on the head with Tom Hardy. I think he really he hits this out of the park as Venom. I think his Eddie Brock stuff is good, but I think his Venom stuff is really where he shines and is funny. And you know the you know. It, it's interesting, you know, we've never, you don't really get to hear the spider sense so much in the Spider-Man movies um, or even the voiceover that you would sometimes hear in the Raimi movies, whereas this one, like, it just works. It's like built-in VO, you know? It's yeah. really funny. It's, it's uh, great. And, you know, it's like, if it didn't work with him, and which, if it didn't work the first time, they wouldn't have gotten the sequel. But if it doesn't, it, he makes the movie. It does, like... Yeah, he's the selling point. And... Yeah. I don't know. I think just like I know everything doesn't need to be an Avengers level multiversal Thanos level threat. But Carnage I thought was supposed to be like kind of a big deal. Kind of a big deal and I'm just a little disappointed that it just like just felt like okay. Yeah. That's it. It's okay. I I think we'll see more of something from this universe and timeline in the future so i'm not gonna totally say that it's totally done but you know it curious why woody harrelson did this like to me this seems just like an odd choice for him he's making some really awesome choices of late like he's he's in true detective he was you know incredible in that he's also done you know some really classic movies and uh you know stuff too you know natural born killers um he's he's an awesome actor to me, it was so weird to see him in the post credit scene of the first movie because I was like, what? And then to see him in this movie, it was also, it just seemed odd. Uh, your thoughts, my friend Frank? I like Woody Har- Harrelson a lot, and he's a great actor. I agree with you. I don't really understand. It's not that why he did this. It's actually... He you has the, capa- the filmmaking. He has the capability of being a totally unhinged like psychopath. Right. I mean, like, what is it? Uh, War for the Planet of the Apes, isn't he in that one? Uh, the yes. last one. The, yes, and he's, he's great in that. One. He's great in that, and like he's an evil man. <laughs> and, and like I don't know, I just I didn't find him all that scary or that threatening or. I don't know. Maybe we needed to see his backstory of all the brutal murders he did. But we're just supposed to believe that he's a serial killer and he's just been in a cage this whole time. It's just like, I don't know. I just, I think we needed to see more. And and again, I don't know if it's his fault. I, and I don't think it's the casting either. I think he could have done it if they gave him more to do. They just wanted to have him like have a fun time with his like girlfriend. Yeah, it's a, you know, he won't be remembered for this, so that's kind of fine. Yeah, People will forget about this. It's very forgettable. Uh, The last note that we have for this topic, ladies and gentlemen, is, is this a movie? Uh, Which is a new segment (laughs) coming into the show. Uh, And, you know, I I think this is really apt. Um, Is this a movie? Uh... Personally, I'm going to say no. 
Mm. Frank, what do you think? <laughs> no. <laughs> I think this is like when you buy Kraft Singles, uh, what some people would call American cheese, on the package, it legally can't be cheese. It's not cheese. It's cheese product. Yeah. This is not a film. This is film product. Yeah. This, this is... This is... <laughs> <laughs> this is Lion King two and a half. <laughs> a exactly. Direct to video release that the kids want and you're gonna buy or you're gonna rent and it's gonna be over and you're never gonna remember the plot. Doesn't matter. It's, it's not just important. another adventure with a character you like. And and yeah. It's it's you know, so I think in in the future if you don't think this is a movie or you think it's a movie, let us know why you think it is or isn't a movie. We don't think so on this one. Um, <laughs> but now we got to talk about why everybody <laughs> thinks this is an important topic of discussion, and that is a post credit scene. Now, I did not believe that anybody would ever master the poignancy and dedication to detail and intrigue that can surround a, a post credit scene, unlike... Uh, our buddies over at the MCU. kind of seems like they have a handle on it. They've known how to do it for a long time. Um, there's good ones and bad ones. There's big ones and small ones. Uh, and we've gone through a lot of them. Um, this is, I can't, in my, in my memory, I can't remember another post-credit scene of a non-MCU movie that was as poignant or cool. Hmm. It's a, uh... I don't know. If you think of one, let us know. I I don't think that they're really... What, maybe the Fox X-Men movie in, what, The Last Stand where you see you hear Patrick Stewart? That's not even... You didn't even see him. You just hear him. That's not really a great one. No, it was funny. I, I didn't realize this. I uh, we were, We've been re-watching some of the Harry Potters as we are wont to. Oh, sure, yeah. I totally forgot that there's a post-credit scene in Chamber of Secrets. Nuh-uh, really? Yeah. <laughs> What's it, the post-credit scene? It's like a close-up. I, I I think you're basically in Diagon Alley, and it's this close-up of Lockhart uh, looking kind of crazy like he lost his mind, uh, like a photo uh, of him. I was like, huh, I didn't know this had a post-credit <laughs> Probably never watched it all cool. the way to the end. But So that movie came out in 2002, very pre-MCU, very ahead you know, of its time. I don't think... I don't think Matrix Reloaded Revolutions counts because they were came out too close to each other, and it's like it was a trailer for the movie. Yeah. Um. I, yeah. I don't know. I, don't know. I, I can't think of anything else. Um, it's hard because like we're so trained now. To we're stay. so trained in this topic. Uh, so trained to stay and watch past the credits, but it's mostly because of Marvel. Like I. There are they don't do it in Star Wars. Nope. It's not in um they don't you do it in Lord of the Rings. Anything in DC? I feel like sometimes but I could be wrong. No, there hasn't been Wait, Shazam. Didn't Shazam was have that one? Was that post credits or was that just the end of the movie? I think that's what they do. Maybe they just do it at the end of the movie. End of the movie or no... is it mid credits? Like maybe maybe they do that. Anyway. Maybe something like that. There's Either Fast way. and the Furious ones, I think. Uh That'd be cool. Anyway, one. so this post credit scene is a Sony MCU connection. I'm just going to say it. That's what it is. 
Well, you're here, so you, you stayed to this point of the podcast, which means that you've either talked about this, you've seen it, or you want to know what we're going to talk about it, and we're sorry, but we're it's over now. Um, yeah, man, uh, it's it's a huge one. Uh, you know, so we come up and we see um, Venom and Ed, Eddie Brock, Tom Hardy are in a crappy-looking hotel watching something old on TV, right, like an old movie or something. And they're having a conversation. Yep. Like a soap opera, maybe? I don't know. Yeah, yes, it's a soap opera, and the woman is pregnant. It's a Spanish soap opera. Yeah. And all of a sudden, um, what does Venom say? He says something about, he's like, all this multiversal knowledge of the symbiote hive mind, right? Uh, something like that? No. He said, he's basically like, something about, like, he was watching the show, and like, man, all this history, all these things that, I, all these experiences that I have uh, gone through, if you you couldn't handle it, you, you like basically, you wouldn't believe it. If I and so what happens is he's about to tell him something of uh, some crazy story of that that he, you know, went through, and then he's like, then this thing happens, and the universe changes, and Eddie's like, what the fuck, and and Venom was like, that wasn't me. And then we see and hear from the TV uh-huh. the one and only J.K. Simmons is J. Jonah Jameson. Yeah. And who else shows up on the screen but our boy Peter Parker in full MCU Spider-Man regalia. Uh, is this is it just the scene from Far From Home or is it like a little bit different? I don't know if they've done the side by side. Well, it'll depend on how good the story beats were between the people <laughs> at the MCU and Sony who were like, all right, guys, here's when the multiverse breaks. <laughs> and they're like, all right, cool, we'll just put it here. They're like, no! I can't imagine that would happen. you got to imagine that Feige has to be very hands-on with this kind of shit. Yeah. This is his fucking bread and butter. Um, but, so, yeah. but then... But then but then but then venom says oh that guy yeah which means yeah so listen this is huge um obviously we know with the coming new spider-man movie we're going to see some real multiversal you know cross-pollination of the of the of the franchises so i'm very excited to see that i think it was very smart of them to include this in the ramp up for spider-man it made this movie a must see um and you know i'm i'm very curious to see this next spider-man movie i think it could be good i don't know maybe we'll see maybe i don't know what do you think i mean i've been excited about this spider-man movie forever now i'm just really sad that i'm not gonna be able to see it (laughs) yeah we're not we're not going to the theaters for this one my friend we're just not it's not on the cards for us we're gonna have to wait the 45 days well it may not well it'll even go i don't know where it'll be on if it'll come online because uh, uh, i don't it, know it when could the go, disney, it could go to netflix yeah i don't know when the netflix. disney plus deal starts with with the spider-man stuff i don't i don't remember if it was this uh, and it was like mid uh february i'm i'm there it's great otherwise so i don't know how we're do you getting. think he's in the next movie or do you think they're setting up a future movie venom yeah i think he's in the next movie okay all right um, what it all looks like, I don't know. Uh, 
I don't know like if we have a Venom 3, will it be set in the MCU? Will it be with uh Spider-Man? I don't know. What's the, the, there's this new Morbius trailer out there and that's got connections to the MCU, so like it's it's crazy world. Things are happening. Um I just hope they they stick the landing. Stay tuned to hear us not talk about Morbius on time. Uh, <laughs> well, didn't that, that get, did it get delayed or no? I don't. I have no idea. Um, all right, folks. So this was definitely an episode. You got some solid content from your boys here. Uh, as always, um, we just want to say thank you guys for tuning in. Frank, do you have any final thoughts? Uh, no, uh, thank you everyone for, you know, bearing with us in our, uh, our, our non-timeliness. <laughs> um, yes. Thank you for listening to this episode. Yeah. And it makes us very happy. Yeah. And we're gonna, we're gonna talk about Dune. Fuck yeah, we are. And we're gonna talk about Eternals. The, also true. The, the, the first one we've both seen, the second one, neither of us has seen it as, as time of this release. So, um, but yes, MCU movie coming out. It's in theaters. Go watch it. We're going to talk about it. And then there's this Disney Plus day. Oh, did you hear the news today? No. Uh, They are releasing, I think it's 13 of the MCU movies um, on Disney Plus. They're going to have IMAX enhanced format. Oh, so it'll fill up my whole screen? Yeah. Excellent. That's what I've been waiting for. This fucking letterbox on my 70 doesn't work. Yeah, Let's yeah, go. Yeah. I don't know if it's the entire movie, depending on what's like uh, which ones are shot. So like the older ones, maybe they didn't shoot the entire thing on IMAX. It might be certain scenes. But the newer movies that are like completely on IMAX, like I'm sure Infinity War and Endgame are going to look gorgeous. Very excited to rewatch those later this year. I think they come out this week, actually. That's cool. As Good long as them. they don't make us pay more for it, because if they did, I'd be pissed. I'm I'm just glad that Disney Plus is constantly putting out 4K content. Like that's just like a re- like HBO Max does not put out the same level of 4K stuff yeah. as Disney. Yeah. Um, but that's another episode altogether, folks. If you want to find us, uh, go to www.longlostheroes.net. You can check us out on all of the major podcast streaming services. Apple, iTunes, Google, uh, Amazon. You could check us out on Stitcher. Uh, you could email us, info at longlostheroes.net. You could find us on all social media, Instagram, uh, Twitter, and Facebook, at LLH Podcast. I'm AJ. And I'm Frank. Have a nice rest of your time, friend. <laughs> Thanks, everybody. Bye. Bye.